everyone to another Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you're connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another section of Inspired by the Word, Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, dear esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take today's intercessory prayers. Hallelujah. We're praying for the nations. Pray for the nation of South Africa, neutralizing all the basic education laws that are slandering parents and repelling their parental authority over their children. These laws are being imposed on public, private, and home schools, insisting that children from less than four years, less than four years, be brought be taught comprehensive sexuality education, teaching children masturbation, making it legal to making it legal for children to take alcohol must be must be in must be amused sending sending parents to jail if they fall in any of this as the state in beats on taking over the down on taking over the authority of all schools cuts down Call down these laws in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray fervently in tongues, frustrating the agendas and, part and particular and participation of K KV KFC in the in this demolization and institution of children and people globally. Their plans will be their plans will be received with so much rejections and anonymously in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As scripture reading is in praise the Lord as we were taking our scripture reading from Psalms 17 verse 13. Arise God and confront them, challenge them with your might, with your mind. Free thy children. Hallelujah. Kindly go ahead and unmute your mic while we pray fervently in tongues of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Bala so so bade. Unmute your mic right now and begin to pray in tongues of the Spirit. Malik Zozi Kaladeba Shet. Hallelujah. Tozi Kaladeba. Rakababa <laughs> 
Father, we thank you. For the insights to pray for our children. Yes, we'll say that the plans of the evil ones to catch our children are filled in the name of the Lord Jesus, that their plans are nullified. They are frustrated in the name of the Lord Jesus. Balika Saka, their agendas, Balika is rejected with so much passion. In the name of the Lord Jesus, glory to your name, blessed be your name, O God. For yes, our children belongs to you. Children of the world, yes, they belong to you. All over the world, the children are yours. They will even serve you more than their parents did. In the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, yes, Mr. Maka, for the opportunity to lead today's prayer. Hallelujah. Thank you, family, for being part of today's intercessory prayer. Thank you for changing. For Thank you for the change you're causing around the world. Hallelujah. Thank you, esteemed team, prayer team, for your sacrifice and labor of love. God bless you all. Right now, I would like to hand over to the praise team. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, everyone. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I have seen your greatness in my life, O oh Lord, and beheld your power and your glory. You are more than I can imagine. You're my time and eternity. Lord, you are my life. I have seen your greatness in my life, O oh Lord, and beheld your power and your glory. You are more than I can imagine. You're my time and eternity. 
Lord, you are my life. You're the beauty of my harmony. You're the sweet sound of my melody. You're the never-ending music of my heart. Lord, you are my life. You're the beauty of my harmony. You're the sweet song of my melody. You're the never-ending music of my heart. Lord, you are my life. My voice will never tire of praising you. You're my strength, my joy, my song. You're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are my life. My voice will never tire of praising you, Lord. You're my strength, my joy, my song. You're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are my life. Oh, Lord, you are my life. I have seen your greatness in my life, oh God, and beheld your power and your glory. You are more than I can imagine. You're my style and eternity. Lord, you are my life. I have seen your greatness in my life, oh Lord. Hey, and we held your power and your glory. You are more than I can imagine. You're my time and eternity. Lord, you are my life. You're the beauty of my harmony. Mm, you're the sweet sound of my melody. You are, you're the never-ending music of my heart. Lord, you are my life. You're the beauty of my harmony. You're the sweet sound of my melody. You're the never-ending music of my heart. Lord, you are my life. My voice will never tire of praising you. You're my strength, my joy. My song, you're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are my life. My voice will never tire of praising you, Lord. 
You're my strength, my joy, my song. You're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are my life. Oh, Lord, you are my life. Ah, Lord, you are my life. You're everything I live for. Lord, you are my life. My voice will never tire. Of singing your praise. You're my strength, my song, my joy. You're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are my life. This voice will never tire of singing your praise. You're my song, you're my everything. You're absolutely wonderful. Lord, you're amazing. Lord, you are my life. My voice will never tire of praising you. You're my sound, you're my melody. You're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are my life. My voice will never tire of raising the song to you. I will sing every day of my life. Cause you're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are my life. Oh, yes, you are my life. Oh, Lord, Lord you are my life. Ankabashanti Antani Barushiti Bakusa Yikibu Sidabaya Makasundi Endili Barushata Yekishanti Malizaru Barusia Sekebali Kasundi Makusata Endili Barushara Vasundi Yigabaye Kishanti Ye Barushata Ye kabasunde endeli baroshete baya. I have seen your greatness in my life, O oh God. Mm. Every day, every day, I see your mercy. I see your goodness. I see your power. I see your glory. You are more than I can imagine. You are my time and eternity. Lord, you are my life. Ah, no man can take the glory that belongs to you, O God. You are my life. You are alive. And my voice will never tire of praising you. 
my strength, my joy, my song. You are wonderful. You are amazing, oh God. You are my life. In you I live and move and have my being. Lord, you are my life. Oh, even if I have a thousand years to sing songs of worship and gratitude and thanksgiving to you, hey, I will still require more. I will still need more. I will still need more time. Oh, because I cannot exhaust the thanksgiving. I cannot exhaust the testimony of your goodness in my life. Is there someone in this house today who has a testimony? Who knows that your alarm did not wake you up? Who knows that, oh, has it not been for the Lord? Had it not been for the Lord? Had it not been for the Lord? Had it not been for the Lord? When men said that nothing good could come out of you, but look at where you are today. Mm. When men cast you away, I said, this one is done. But the Lord looked at them and said, I am just starting. He had clothed you with glory and had taken away the ashes of life and gave you beauty. Or oh, is there someone who wants to say thank you, Father? Who wants to say, Lord, you are my life. I know that you are my source. I know that you are my life. Father, we magnify you, O oh God. Thank you. Lift up those holy hands and just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Oh, it does not matter where you are. The Bible says that though many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord is God. You deliver him from them all. Not some of them, from them all. Child of God, thank him. You are delivered. It is all taken away. It is all broken away. And it is done because of his love for you, which has no end. He has no end. Father, we love you. Thank you, King of glory. Thank you, Lord. We worship you forever. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you so much, dear esteemed. Dear esteemed Sister Grace Ma for that amazing time of worship. Wow. Wow. Oh, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you're letting God do in you, through you, and with you. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Ma, for that time of intercessory prayer. God bless you all. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, once again. For being part of today's devotion, you are welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and we ourselves as brethren. It is the most wonderful place to be in this hour, in this time, in a time such as this. Sweet Holy Spirit, breathe on us that breath of life. You are the author of the word. Open dimensions, open dimensions for us. Show us your ways. Show us the scriptures, the way 
you want us to see them. That the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, the eyes of our hearts be enlightened, that we may see and know and be able to bring forth all those things which you have designed for us today and always. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Today is Friday, the 16th of June, 2023. And the title of our devotional is Meditate on the Word Day and Night. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, this one is like one of those days now. You have to sit up and listen. Pastor is about to leave instructions. And the Holy Spirit will open our eyes to see. Our theme scripture for today is taken from Joshua 1 verse 8. And the Bible says, and we can read together because we all know it. This book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth. Make it your mouth. And I shall meditate therein day and night that I must observe to do all that is written therein. For then shall I make my way prosperous and then shall I have good success. If you know you read that scripture, shout praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Another version says, and you deal wisely in the affairs of life. Oh, glory to God. Pastor says, there is a word I'd like you to notice in the opening text. Is the word observe. Many Bible scholars have had difficulty interpreting it. They've wrestled for many years. Am I being heard? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. They've wrestled for many years with that terminology. To them, it means that you may understand how to do, but that's not it. The Hebrew word translated observe is shama. It means to watch for the purpose of doing. Fire! Mm. To watch for the purpose of doing. It's like looking out for something so that you can do, copying to do, or hearing to do. Praise the Lord. Following what the Lord told Joshua, if you meditate on the word as you should, you'd be propelled to do what the word says. Kai. Paul alludes to this in Philippians 2 verse 13 when he said, For it is God, which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. This is akin to what the Lord said to Joshua in the same verse. Wait. 
Listen, Passando Pantina. Come down. Let me see that team verse again. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. You know, okay, let's read it the way Pastor taught us in meditating. Say, but thou shalt mutter, thou shalt roll in it. Thou shalt mutter and roar in it, therein, day and night, that you may watch to do, copy to do, copy, according to all that is written therein. For then, when you have muttered, when you have roared on the word day and night, then you will be able to copy to do according to all that is written therein. Because those are the two fundamental principles on which your prosperity and your ability to create success, your ability to deal wisely in the affairs of life, the fundamental principle to get to that place, to be able to create, you must have meditated and then you must have watched or copied to do. Is somebody screaming right now? Because I cannot hold myself. Have you been struggling? Have you been confused? on why you have not been able to make your way prosperous or to deal wisely in the affairs of life. Because without dealing wisely, you will not have good success. Good success is built in and interwoven in your ability to deal wisely. Do you struggle with wisdom? Child of God, have you not been able to make that way prosperous, to create that prosperity, to be able to reframe your world? Have you not been able to take from that business all that you have given into it? It is simple. Pastor teaching us today has made it very clear. He says that the only thing that is required of you is that this book of the law shall not depart from you. And the only way to not depart from you is that you are able to mutter, to roar in that word day and night, not only in the day, child of God, not only in the afternoon, child of God, not only in your times of meditation, child of God. It is not only in those times that you snatched out, child of God. It is not only on Sundays. It is not only on midweek services. It is not only the, by the inspired devotion time. He says day and night, day and night. 
When you are awake, you are muttering. When you are asleep, your spirit is muttering. When you go out, you're muttering. When you are taking your bath, you are roaming. When you are eating thought of God, that word is contemplating in your spirit. At any point in your life, when the circumstances of life hit you, oh, they find you roaring in the world. He says that when you meditate, when you roar, when you mutter, that is the only time that you are able to what to do, to copy, to do. Ah. According to all that is written in it. Because if that word does not have a roof, heavily rooted in your spirit, ah, then you have not what to do. Then you have not copied to do. Child of God, when you watch to do, after you have roared and muttered, hey, hey, hey. He says, then you go out on the day and come back with the fatness of the day. Then you go out in the morning and everywhere you go, you have access. Then when you go to that place of business, oh, the customers cannot resist you. Oh, when you go into that contract room, that deal is signed. When you lay hand on that spouse and on that child, healing takes place immediately. And that confusing circumstances of life, they will unbundle themselves in your presence because you have read and have watched to do. According to all that is written therein. Then, and only then, you will have good success. Only then. Only then. Oh, glory to God. Oh, let's carry on. I think Pastor Pandilama. Keep coming down. And the Bible says, this is akin to, and pastor says, this is akin to what the Lord said to Joshua in the same verse. Do you want to be successful? Do you want to be prosperous and deal wisely in the affairs of life? Do you want to be able to help other people become successful and prosperous, meditate on the word day and night. Meditating on the word will give you an understanding, a motivation, and an inspiration to do what God wants you to do. Practice this for at least half an hour every day. At least. The word is at least. At least, the instruction is day and night. And then the word is at least half an hour every day. Philippians 1, 1 to 3. Father tells us the overwhelming blessings that will produce, that, okay, the overwhelming blessings this will produce in your life. You will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss, 
bearing fruit in every season of life, never dry, never fainting, but ever blessed and unendingly prosperous. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, dear esteemed family, for being part of today's Rhapsody of Reality review segment. And thank you, dear esteemed sister Matama, for this amazing opportunity to stand in for you today. God bless you. I do not take it lightly. And right away, I will hand over to dear esteemed Pastor Nine, who will take us in the further studies, the prayer, and the New Testament reading. Over to you, esteemed man. God bless you. Thank you, esteemed Dr. Kerr. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. We'll take the further studies. First Timothy 1 4. First Timothy 4 15, sorry. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Joshua 1 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. From then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall do wisely and have good sources. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3. What a delight comes to the one who follows God's ways. He won't walk in step with the wicked, nor share the sinner's way, nor be found sitting in the corner seat. His passion is to remain true to the word of I am, meditating day and night on the true revelation of light. He will be standing firm like a flourishing tree, planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss, bearing fruit in every season of life. He's never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. Hallelujah. Please let's take the confession together. Wow. As I meditate on the word, the forces of success, prosperity, and divine health activated in my life. I'm transformed from glory to glory through the propelling power of the word. I make progress with giant strides, and my success is evident to all as I deal wisely in the affairs of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament today for today's devotion. And we still are in, we are still in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 6, praise God. Caption, the word of God prospered. During this time, as the disciples were increasing in numbers by leaps and bounds, hard feelings developed among the Greek-speaking believers, Hellenists, towards the Hebrew-speaking believers, because their widows were being discriminated against in the daily food lines. So the 12 called the meeting of the disciples, they said, it won't be right for us to abandon our responsibilities for preaching and teaching the word of God to help with care of the poor. So friends, choose several men from among you whom everyone trusts, men full of the Holy Spirit and good sense, and we assign them this tax. Meanwhile, we'll stick to our assigned tax of prayer and speaking God's word. The congregation thought this was a great idea. They went ahead and chose. Stephen, a man full of faith, and the Holy Spirit, Philip, Pocorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, Nicholas, a convert from Antioch. They were 
then they presented them to the apostles, praying. The apostles laid on hands and commissioned them for the attacks. The word of God prospered. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased dramatically. Not least, a great many priests submitted themselves to the faith. Stephen, bringing with God's grace and energy, was doing wonderful things among the people. Unmistakable signs that God was among them. But then some men from the meeting place, whose membership was made up of freed slaves, Cyrenians, Alexandrians, and some other from Sicilias and Asia, went up against him, trying to argue him down. But they were no match for his wisdom and spirits when he spoke. In so secret, they bribed men to lie. We'd heard him cursing Moses and God. That stirred up the people, the religious leaders and religious scholars. They grabbed Stephen and took him before the high council. They put forward their bright witnesses to testify. This man talks nonstop against the holy place and God's law. We even heard him say that Jesus of Nazareth would tear, down this, would tear this place down and throw out all the customs Moses gave us. All those who sat on the high council looked at Stephen. They found they couldn't take their eyes off him. His face was like the face of an angel. Glory to God. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. I say big thank you to Stamaka for this opportunity. Do have a prolific day for everybody. God bless you. And remember, I love you. Thank you, Pastor Nini. Good morning. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our Nyebe reading plan. I did thank you to esteemed Sister Maka for this opportunity. Thank you, Pastor Dampandula, for sharing the scriptures on your screen. And thank you to over 150 of you connecting here on a daily basis. God bless you. So today we're reading 2 Chronicles chapter 26 to, to 28. Glory to God. King Uzziah is a caption. The people of Judah then took Uzziah, who was only 16 years old, and made him king in place of his father, Messiah. The first thing he did after his father was there was to recover Elah for Judah and rebuild it. Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king and reigned for 52 years in Jerusalem. His father was Jecoliah from Jerusalem. He behaved well in the eyes of God. Following in the footsteps of his father, Messiah, he was a loyal seeker of God. He was well trained by his pastor and teacher, Zechariah, to live in reverence obedience before God. And for as long as Zechariah lived, Uzziah lived a godly life, and God prospered. He ventured out of the Philistines, breaking into the fortress cities of Gath, Jabne, and Ashdod. He also built settlements around Ashdod and other Philistine areas. God helped him with the Philistines, the Arabs in Gorbal, and the Menites. <clears throat> the Ammonites also paid tribute to Uzziah, became famous. His reputation extending all the way to Egypt, he became quite powerful. Uzziah constructed defense, defense towers in Jerusalem at the corner gates, the valley gates, and at the corner of the wall. He also built towers and dog cisterns out in the country. He had herds of cattle down in foothills and out of the plains out on the plains. He had farmers and vine dressers to work in the hills and fields. He loved growing things. 
On the military side, Uzziah had a well-prepared army ready to fight. They were organized by companies under the direction of Jerio, the secretary, Masia, the field captain, and, and Hananiah, the general staff, the roster of family leaders over the fighting men. Accounted for 2,600 under them were reinforcements troops numbering 307,000 with 500 of them on constant alerts. Strong royal defense against any attack. Uzziah had them well up with shoes, spears, helmets, armor, bows, and slingshots. He also installed the latest military technology on the towers and corners of Jerusalem for shooting arrows and falling stones. Came well known for all this a famous king. Everything seemed to go his way. Look at verse 16. But then the strength and success went to his head. Remember what esteemed stomach has been telling us about what we're doing. God is helping us to mold our character so that when those billions come, the strength and the success will not go through our head. Amen. It says arrogant and proud, he fell. One day, contemptuous of God, he walked into the temple of God like he owned it and took over, burning incense on the incense altar. The priest Azariah, backed up by 80 brief priests of God, tried to prevent him. They confronted Uzziah. You must not, you cannot do this. Uzziah, only the Aaronite priests, especially consecrated for the world, are permitted to burn incense. Get out of God's temple. You have unfaithful. And it is grace. But Uzziah, since I in hand, was already in the middle of doing it. And I really rebuffed the priest. He lost his temper. Angry words were exchanged. And then, even as they quarreled, his skin disease appeared on his forehead. As soon as they saw it, the chief priest of Uriah and the other priest got him out of there as fast as they could. He hurried out. He knew that God then and there had given him. Disease. So I had this skin disease for the rest of his life. I had to live in quarantine. He was not permitted to set foot in the temple of God. His son Jotham, who managed the royal palace, took over the poverty front. The rest of the history of Uzziah from start to finish was written by the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. When Uzziah died, they buried him with his ancestors and a few next to the royal cemetery. His skin disease disqualified him higher. When in death, his skin disease disqualified him from burial in the royal cemetery. His son Jotham became the next king. King Jotham was 25 years old when he became king. He reigned 16 years at Jerusalem. His mother was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. In God's eyes, he lived a good life, following the path marked out by his father, Uzziah. Unlike his father, do he didn't desecrate the temple of God. He says, but the people pushed right up in their lives of corruption. Satan constructed the upper gates of the temple of God, considerably extended the wall of the Ophel and built cities in the high country of Judah and fought and towards. Towards down in the forest, he fought and beat the king of the Ammonites. That year, the Ammonites turned over three and like quarter tons of silver and about 65,000 bushels of wheat and another 
5,000 bushels of barley. He repeated this for the next two years. Jotham's strength was rooted in his steady and determined life of obedience to God. The rest of the history of Jotham, including his words and achievements, are written in the real annals. Annals of the king of kings of Israel and Judah. He was 25 years old when he became king. He reigned for 16 years old. For 16 years at Jerusalem, Jotham died and was buried in the city of David. Son Ahaz became the next king. Ahaz was 20 years old when he became king and reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. He didn't live right in the eyes of God. He wasn't at all like his ancestor David. Instead, he followed in the track of Israel in the north, even casting metal figurines for worshipping the pagan. Our gods, he participated in the outlawed burning of incense in the valley of Ben Enom and incredibly indulged in the outrageous practice of passing his sons through the fire. A truly abominable thing he picked up from the pagan god. From the pagan's god had earlier thrown out of the country. He also joined in the activities of the neighborhood sex and religion shrines that flourished all over the place. God fed up handed him over to the king, to the king of Aram, who beat him bad and took many prisoners to Damascus, but also let the king of Israel lose on him. That resulted in the terrible slaughter. Pekka, son of Remaliah, killed 120,000 in one day. All of them first-class soldiers, and all because they had deserted for the God of their ancestors. Furthermore, Zikra, an Ephraimite hero, killed the king's son, Masaya, Azrikam, Palace steward and Elkanah second in command to the king, and that was in the end of it. Israelite captured 200,000 men, women, and children, besides huge cutloads of plunder that they took to Samaria. God's prophet Udid was in the neighborhood and met the army when it entered Samaria and said, Stop right where you are, listen. But the God of your ancestors was angry with Judah, used it to punish them, for you took things into your own hands and used your anger. Uncalled for an irrational turn your brothers and sisters from Judah and Jerusalem to Samaria. Don't you see that this is a terrible sin against your God? Careful now. Do exactly what I say. Return these captives, every last one of them. If you don't, you will find out how real anger. God's anger works. Some of the Ephraimite leaders, Azariah, son of Jehohanan, Berechiah, son of Meshilemoth, Jehizkiah, son of Shalom, and Massa son of Adlai, stood up against the returning army and said, don't bring the captives here. I've already sinned against God and now you're about to compound our sin and guilt. Our guilt enough as it is, enough to set off an explosion of divine anger. So the soldiers turned over both the captives and the plunder to the leaders and the personally designated men gathered the captives together and dressed the ones who were naked using clothing from stores of plunder put shoes on their feet, give them all a square meal, provided first aid to the injured, and put the weak ones on donkeys, and then escorted them to Jericho, the city of Palms, storing them to their families. And they went back to Samaria. At about that time, King Ahaz sent to the king of Assyria, asking for personal help. Edomites had come back and given Judah a bad beating, taking off a bunch of captives, adding insult to the injury the Philistines raided the cities in the foothills to the west and the southern desert and captured Beth Shemesh 
Aijalon and Gedroth, along with Soko, Timna, and Kimso, with their surrounding villages, and moved in, making themselves at home. Arrogant King Ahaz, acting as if he could do without God's help, had unleashed an epidemic of depravity. Can't do it Judah, brought to its knees by God, was now reduced to begging for a hand. But the king of Assyria, Tiglath Pileser, couldn't help, came instead and humiliated Ahaz even more by attacking and bullying him. The spirit Ahaz ransacked the temple of God, the royal palace, and every other place we think of scraping together everything he could and gave it to the king of Assyria. It says, I've got nothing in return, not a bit of what Ahaz didn't learn his lesson. The very time that everyone was turning against him, he continued to be against God. So offered sacrifice to the gods of Damascus. I just been defeated by Damascus. But if I worship the gods who helped Damascus, those gods might just help me too. But things only went from bad to worse. First, he has in ruins, and then the country. We now the temple of God. Everything used for Abari. Boarded up the doors of the temple. And then went out and set up pagan shrines for his own use all over Jerusalem. And not only in Jerusalem, but all over Judah. Neighborhood shrines for worshipping any and every god and seal. That was God very angry. The rest of it has infamous life. All that he did from start to finish is written in the royal annals of the kings of Judah and Israel. When he has died, he buried him in Jerusalem, where he was not honored to bury at the cemetery of the king. Son Ezekiah. Was the next Praise God forever. Thank you very much, everyone. Now, hand over to esteemed Brother Moses. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to esteemed Mr. Amaka for this great privilege. Praise God, praise God, praise God. At this point, we'll be going into the affirmation segment, and the affirmation is on the screen. Will be affirming I walk in righteousness, I walk in love, I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I'm making this affirmation five times this morning. The affirmation is on the screen. Praise God. Remember this affirmation we affirm every day. We do it a hundred times daily. But this morning we're taking five times because of time. So at your private times, ensure you do the remaining 95 times. Praise God. Okay. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. Praise God, praise God, praise God forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going into the communion segment. And our text is taken from the book of First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Hallelujah. For I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread, and when he had given thanks, he break it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. 
Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. For the bread we break this day, the communion of the body of Christ. And Father, as we break this bread, we affirm that you are good and you are kind. And we, in humble adoration, declare that you are the mighty God. There is none like you. Thank you for beautifying our lives. Thank you for the great grace you have lavished upon us. Thank you. We grow in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ every day. And every day your grace is all we see. We walk in your wisdom. We are favored and graced everywhere we go. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. After this, man, I also took the cup when he has stopped saying this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Spoke on the screen, you find a declaration you make this morning. Oh, you declare in the name of the Lord Jesus. I am blessed of the Lord. Out of my courts proceed thanksgivings, professions, confessions, and voice of merriment. God has multiplied me. God has multiplied me. God has multiplied me. And I can never be small. I'm a person of substance, significance, abundant wealth, and far-reaching influence. I am the glorified of the Lord. I am not small. I am buoyant, and I am persistently productive. The treasures of the kingdom are laid up for me. They belong to me, and I'm walking in them in this day and in this hour. The treasures of darkness, treasures of gold, are mine. I possess them and I'm unraveling hidden riches of secret places. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. I give you all the praise. Go ahead and take the cup now. Oh, Segeba Shatalabaya. Rabba goes of Rambaglida Hakadorian dish. Vokoske, Lakoskos, Ishifalang the Kikai, Punta Karan, Deskivrok on the Skilapai, Deskija, Rado Rados Kandalikta. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to Mr. Maka for this wonderful privilege. Thank you so much. And thank you to all our amazing co hosts. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to esteemed Pastor Deborah. Praise be God forevermore. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Esteem Brother Martins. Thank you, dear co-host, for an amazing time of fellowship. Glory to God. 
Okay, so it's the celebration segment and it's the 16th of June, 2023. If it's your birthday, the birthday of, sorry, is the 16th of June, 2023. If it's your birthday, the birthday of a loved one, please quickly come to the chat room and let us know so we can celebrate with you. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Any birthdays in the house? Birthdays of loved ones, your birthday. If it's your first time of joining us and inspired by the word, we would like to meet you, welcome you into the family. Please let us know your full name in the chat room. What state or city you're connected from, if you're connected from within Nigeria, if you're connected from outside Nigeria, we would love to know what country and of course who invited you hallelujah blessing Raphael says it's my sister's birthday her name is christiana happy birthday to christiana glory glory to god okay to my caleb caleb nelson says it's my birthday today chichi nelson nigeria oh happy happy birthday to you happy birthday dear sister chichi nelson happy birthday Sister Debbie says today is my elder brother's birthday, Mr. Joseph Adeoye. Happy, happy birthday, sir. Happy, happy birthday. Sister Patience says today is my son's birthday. His name is Njomi Obasi. Happy, happy birthday to your dearest son. Glory to God. Okay, okay, okay. Sister Kamu Speed says, um, it's Auntie Rose's birthday, a.k.a. Rose. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, that's Sister Benita. Benedicta says it's Auntie Rose's birthday, a.k.a. Rose. Yes, that's the person that always shares with us the healing school confessions. Happy, happy birthday, Rose. Okay, Sister Camus says today I'm celebrating Mr. Robert Kapama's 60th birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy 60th, Mr. Robert. Happy 60th. Okay, Hilda Mulanga says, today is my sister's birthday. Her name is Maureen. Happy, happy birthday to Maureen. Dr. Whitney says, today is my sweet cousin's birthday. Her name is Aili. Happy, happy birthday to Aili. We celebrate you. Sister Mutinta says, yesterday was my niece's birthday. Her name is Irene. <laughs> happy birthday to Irene. Okay. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory to God. Okay, so Starut says, it's my elder brother, elder sister's birthday, Jane. Okay. And nephew, Chico. Happy, happy birthday to Jane and Chico. Glory, glory, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Okay. All right, Brother Martins is celebrating all the mummies in the house. <laughs> mommy Chinyere. Mommy Ifatua, Mommy Best. Brother Martins is celebrating you today. We celebrate you too, Mas. Thank you so much, Ma. Better Moses says, uh, Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. I think Sister Maka is going to attend to that, to Brother Bethel. Okay, to Brother Bethel's request. 
Sister Benedicta says today is Daniel's birthday. One of the children in our outreach. Happy, happy birthday to Daniel. Sister Kemita says today is my sister. Is my sister-in-law's daughter's birthday. Her name is Tega. Okay. Happy, happy birthday to Tega. Glory, glory to God. Okay, so mommy's in the house, brother Martins has a special message for you in the chat room. Glory, 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 glory to God. And he's saying that, okay, he says, I celebrate all my mommies in the house. Mommy Chinere, Mommy Chinere, Uigwe, Mommy Chinere, I am Mommy Chinere, Ifatu, Mommy Best. Thank you for loving me dearly. We are still praying today at 11.30 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. So the, the prayer still continues. We are praying today from 10 a.m. to, I think, about 1 p.m. Special prayer points that Samaka spoke to us about. It already started yesterday and it had been a beautiful, beautiful time. Glory to God. So um, Brother Dial says, today is my sister-in-law's birthday. Her name is Mercy Cotterell. Glory, glory, glory to God. Lord, we thank you, O God, for all the celebrants in the house. La Cronze Ento Pelegisto Cradega Bashata Maliko Jaangra Actesakia Lego Suntakabaya. Thank you, dear Father, because their lives are blessed. Hallelujah. They are moving from glory to glory, from grace to grace, from blessings to blessings. We thank you, O God. Pastor Chichi, who is in the house, whose birthday is today, yes, she increases continually in wisdom, in knowledge, in understanding. Lord, we thank you. Yes, hallelujah. We are celebrating in victory. Thank you, dear Father. Thank you, dear Lord. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Sister Chichi, please reach out to um, Sister Glennis. Her phone number is on the chat room so we can celebrate you, Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this opportunity. I'm grateful. Over to you, Ma. Thank you, Ma. Praise God, glory to God, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah, and happy birthday to all the celebrants in the house, especially Sister Chichi, who is here. Praise God, and um, thank you to all the co-hosts for the various segments handled. Thank you. Um, specifically, I want to thank today those who read the Bible esteemed Pastor Onye, esteemed Brother John, esteemed um, Brother Emmanuel, you know that um, the reading of the Bible is so powerful. It's so powerful if you, you know, because we get to be on the hearing side or on the listening side, um, you may not realize what's happening to you. I remember Pastor telling us to read out the Rhapsody of Realities and even the Bible, you know, um, as much as possible, 
when the Bible reading is going on, right, and you are in a place where you can read it, follow the reader and read it. I get to personally like read my Bible again much later in the day because I don't even join the devotion early enough um, sometimes, depending on when we finish um, prayers in my zone. So sometimes I get, when I'm joining, um, Sister Kelvin is still taking the Rhapsody, while other times um, the, the Bible is already been read. So I... I just I, I told myself that so I'm not cheating myself. I have to create the time to read my Bible again separately, even study my rhapsody too, you know. So um reading out the Bible is very, very key and make it a lifestyle. And don't forget that memorizing scripture is one thing that should be a part of your life. And you can start with the opening text for the day or you can start with um, scriptures that relate with what you want to achieve in your life for the season. Um, for instance, um, accountability partners, you, you have your goals for June. <clears throat> Some of you say you want to um, um, master consistency, right? If that's a means to an end. So for you to achieve consistency, you have to set a goal that helps you achieve consistency. So maybe something you want to do every day because consistency is about routine and the natural man doesn't like routine. But you have to train yourself to like routine. So you set targets for yourself, something you would do every day for a period of time, like maybe for the, for the, for the whole month of June. And then you do it and you have to continually affirm that you can. Days when maybe you don't meet up and then the devil is trying to mess with your mind and tell you how that you can never be consistent in your life. You tell him, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, so you use the scriptures. So you get scriptures that talk about your life in Christ that talk about that thing that you want to see happen in your life and you say to yourself again and again you read out the scripture some of you during your time of affirmation but we have given you several affirmations in this house that I don't think that anybody will be um, thinking of what to say or looking for what to say but if you still are wondering what to say, you can pick a scripture and say it again and again and again. It's part of meditation. And that's what our forefathers used to do back in Bible days. They meditated on the scripture. So they just quoted something again and again and again. And back then, most of the things they used to quote were from the law, the book of the laws, right? But now we have the epistles. We have, we have the authenticity of the life in Christ. We have the details of Christianity and of the new creation reality. So we have the right words to say. We have the Pauline prayers. You remember very well, we had the Pauline prayers for a very long time. And we used to say it. Praise God. This morning, I, I, I want to bring to our remembrance um, our study last year, October, on the power of your mind. Um, you might want to, for those of you who 
in reviewing your year, you are not happy about where you are. You are not happy about your achievements so far. And you feel like um, the way you wanted your year to go is not yet in that direction. Your miracle is in your mind. Your transformation is going to happen only if your mind is transformed. And you might want to personally study the power of your mind. If you have an accountability partner, you guys can study together, beautiful. But if not, and in studying the power of your mind, I want you to take a book, take a pen, and as you study, note down the striking things, note down the instructions. You know, sometimes some people are craving for a result, forgetting that there's an instruction connected to the result. You know, you can be praying, Lord, I want my life to be transformed. Oh, Lord, I want to see this in my life. I want to see this happen in my life. But there's a need, there's a way to make it happen. If you listen to the message, Changing Hopeless Situation, Pastor said in that message, he said, God is not aware that you cannot have a child. God is not aware that you cannot get a job. God is not aware that that thing that you are looking for, you cannot get it or you didn't get it. And Pastor said in the message, he said, God is waiting for you to fight your fight of faith, to win, to, 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 to get that thing. And then he rewards you. It's like when our parents would tell us that, ah, that if we take first in the class or if we pass this so, 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 and so exam, they would do this for us. And then we work so hard and then we pass the exams and then daddy does what he says he would do. God is waiting for you to pass your exams. You know, when you say, Lord, help me pass an exam, Lord, help me. Imagine going to your father, your biological father, and say, Daddy, please help me pass my exam. Daddy, please help me pass my exam. Your father will be looking at you. Say, son, daughter, study, pass your exam. Pass your exam. You have colleagues. If you need to ask your colleagues questions to help you explain certain um, topics that you were taught and all of that, ask them. Let them explain to you. But your dad actually doesn't think that he has the responsibility to help you pass the exam. Do I, do I have a, do I, is somebody following me in the house? So sometimes when we are praying to God for something, it's not God, it's us. So like your dad, God is waiting for you to pass that exam about your health. He's waiting for you to pass that exam about your business, about your finances, about the different areas of your life. And then when you now pass, he now rewards you. If I want to listen to the message, it was changing hopeless situation. I think the other name for that message is when, when there's no change as yet. It's the same message. In the power of your mind, Pastor said that God's greatest desire is for you to live a victorious life, one, for you to enjoy his blessings, be quitted and willed, impacted and transmitted to you in Christ Jesus. That's number two. This is God's greatest desire. So you want victory in that health situation is God's greatest desire. You want to enjoy all the blessings of new creation realities is God's greatest desire. You want to have a life that shows the full expression 
of the blessings that we receive in Christ Jesus. That's God's desire too for you. But then you must know how to appropriate and take possession to claim and to acquire all of these blessings. And then God gave us a special instrument by which we can do that. It is our mind. Our mind it is, is for our transformation, but we must first transform it for it to transform us. Any change that is going to happen in your life will begin with your, your mind. But your mind needs to be transformed for your mind to transform your life. So you are praying. You need a transformation in an area of your life. Beautiful. It's God's desire for you. But for your mind to do that, because it's only your mind that can help you achieve that transformation, your mind itself needs to be transformed. And transformation, you know, is to go from one level of glory to another, is to improve from one standard of living to a higher and better standard of living. So when we say our mind, our mind is unlimited in its ability to create anything that we desire. Our mind has endless possibilities. Our minds determine what we become in life. You say, ah, Sister Maka, I want to be this person. I want to achieve this. I want to become this person. It's determined by your mind. It's determined by your mind. When you understand this, at the beginning of every quarter, you might want to study the power of your mind. So at the beginning of July, as a family, we're going to be reviewing the power of your mind together. Uh, we'll decide what time works. We might just be doing it at the end of the devotion every morning. I'm trying to not increase the number of time that we, we have meetings because there's a lot of um, and programs going on, especially in your local churches. Like this month alone, personally for me, I have about three and a half hours extra time of activities coming from my church that wasn't there before, about one and um, three and a half hours. So I'm aware that um, activities have increased, especially because this is the month of prayer and praise. And a man of God gave the instruction to the churches, to the church pastors, to ensure that those prayer and praise programs, prophecy also are going on. So right now, um, we, 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 we have a lot in our schedule and we're trying not to increase the number of time that we're going to be doing that. So we're going to see how that works for the month of July, else the accountability partners may just do it amongst themselves. Praise God. But you have to look into the book. You need it. The content and quality of your mind will determine the structure and administration of your life. If the content and the quality of your mind is rich, and positive, your life will be rich as well, and your life will be full of everything positive. If you can use your mind right, if you can effectively harness its power and channel its contents, you would create a winning, successful, and vibrant life. Praise God. Praise God. If you remember Romans 12 and verse 2, when it says that we should renew our mind. 
and the, the, the material for the renewal of our mind is the word of God. The word of God is what God has given us to renew our mind. And you see, if you manage your mind well, you would refine your character, the character of your personality, and you will have the kind of results and the quality of life that you desire. It will transform your life. It will improve and upgrade your life. Then you're asking yourself, oh, so how do I manage my mind? It's by reorganizing and reprogramming your, your mind's content and the processes with God's word. It's by aligning your, your thinking and your perception and mindset about God about other people, about the world around you, and about yourself with the word of God. And you see this thing about yourself is how, how you see yourself. Some people don't believe that they can be anything in life. Some people don't believe that, um, you know, when you hear certain things about certain people on the news. Yesterday, I was with one of my brothers and then I was watching um, the world's wealthiest royalties. And then, you know, they were listing a lot of kings, a lot of kings, how much they are worth. And I remember seeing one who um, they put up a yacht and then the yacht was worth $100 million. And you know, I was just thinking about it. I said, that person just buy yacht, one yacht, $100 million. And, you know, I just say, I'm rich, I'm rich. You know, because at that point you're asking yourself, oh, more, when we go reach this place, we'll go buy one yacht, $100 million. And, and you can guess, the first thing that was on my mind, I was just calculating on more, hey, see partnership, $100 million. You know how much be that? Oh, do money as dust. And when I watch all those things, I believe that I can be that person. I believe that the people who, who are that rich, who had all of those resources, they don't have two heads. I believe that God can trust me with such kind of resources. I believe that I will be so wealthy and I am that wealthy in Christ. You know, so when you see those things, or maybe you, you, you probably have to um, enter a bus to walk. And then, you know, while you're standing at the bus stop waiting for that bus, you see a lot of luxury cars passing. And you might just be there wondering when I go drive my car, which day I could drive my car. Do you even believe that you will one day own a car or you're just thinking, you're calculating all your salary and you're like, hey God, even if I save this amount every month, when I go buy a car? Do you think that you have to buy a car to own a car? So that mindset that makes you feel like that life is not attainable, you have to work on it. It already, it's already a red alert that there's a problem. And you can never be more successful than the quality of your mind. The success that your mind cannot fathom will not be your experience in life. So pastor tells us that the amazing things that you want to happen in your life is dependent on your mind. The proof that your mind has become better that the word of God has worked on your mind. It will show in increased value, multiplied success, upgraded state of life, an enlarged estate, a happier life and a fulfilled life. And you know that when it comes to the mind, it's baggage in, baggage out. It's like a computer. So if you're going to meditate on success, you see success in life. If you're going to meditate on prosperity, you see prosperity in life. If you're going to meditate on health, and that's why we tell you, you're dealing with a health situation, pick scriptures from the word of God. 
three times a day. Add the communion to it, whatever it is. It is what you meditate on because that time of meditation is a time of transformation for the mind. As the mind is being transformed, so is the, that area of your life being transformed. So brothers and sisters, I just wanted to bring to your attention that power of your mind is not a one-off. It's not something you read last year, October, and then after then you haven't read it. You have to read it again. You have to. So if where you are, you are not very excited about the state of your life this June, June 2023. Go back to power of your mind, study it, and then do what you study. See, successful people are doing people. The ones that get results are the ones that did what was said to do. All of us read the book and all of you can go back and read the book. It's not enough to just read the book. Take note of the instructions and do it. As simple as memory verses. Do it. Have a memory verse on a daily basis. It can be one memory verse for some days. You are on it again and again and you're saying it. Thanks be unto God who causes us to triumph and make it manifest. The server of his knowledge by us in every place, by me in every place. The server of God's knowledge is known, made known in every place by me. I triumph in everything. It doesn't matter what comes my way. I triumph. So from the memory verse, you have entered meditation. You have entered affirmation. And then there are just times when you're just speaking in tongues because speaking in tongues, it does something to your mind. You know, people who speak in tongues are very smart. They become smarter. If you're having problems with certain, maybe you're a student and you have a problem with understanding a particular course, speak in tongues more, you'll find that your mind will open to be able to understand the course. Brothers and sisters, um, the point is that we are expecting us to have a better life, a better second half of the year as we count up to the end of the year. So that at the end of the year, we can say that our year was prolific. And remember, what prolific means. We'll get to review the details of prolific again so that we can be reminded of um, what we are expecting for 2023. All right, so the prayer program for the next one month um, started yesterday. That's the one for 15 minutes each from um, 10 a.m. Um, Sister Kev Nerys, is 10 a.m. To, to, to what time? Is it 12.30? 10 a.m. to 12.15, ma. Okay, please go ahead and talk about it. Okay, thank you, ma, for the opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family once again. So the prayer for nation, we are praying for specific matters. And the time slots, it's from 10, <clears throat> 10 a.m. to 12.15. So the teams are different. There are different teams and then... Each of the team has 15 minutes to pray. So we have team one to team nine. Now, if um, you were part of the prayer for 72 hour chain, there's this the time, the last time we had a prayer chain, it was for 72 hours. If you were part of that prayer, if you at any point prayed, even if it was for five minutes and you indicated that you prayed or you, you were connected on the Zoom platform, then your name was captured because we took a record of all the people that prayed during that program. So now, if you're also <clears throat> in these last few days, 
had been, um, you signed into the prayer for nations and telegram platform, which the link has always been displayed during the devotion. Your name is also there. So because of time, I may not have the time to come and call all the names team by team for people to identify. I may be one of these, and maybe we'll get there, maybe tomorrow like Saturday, we might get there so that people will actually know where they belong. But however- so, Sister Kevin, first... Mary, you had posted all the teams in the Telegram group for praying for the nations, right? And then you had pinned all of them. So if yes, they go ma'am. through all the teams, they can find their name and know which yes. team that they are under. And the time yes, for ma'am. the team is also specified. For instance, I am in team eight. And team eight prays at 11.45 to 12 noon, GMT plus one. So, and then it's on this platform. This is the link, this particular Zoom platform that we're using. This is where the prayer holds. So everyone can connect at that time. So I think that that works. And then yesterday was the one, and it was so, so beautiful. There was a team that had more than 10 people present, if not up to 15. That's just a PC's team. So... Um, many people are already aware and many people have already programmed their alarm and are participating already. So um, you will notice that um, there are specific matters that we are praying about. There are those that are praying for the children. There are those who are praying for the spons- for the, for the um, um, supply of resources required for the gospel war at, in this end time. There are those who are praying against all those laws. You, you, if you've been joining the 9.13 p.m. prayer, you see the kind of matters we're praying about. And then we're having guess what guys that competition that was declared in sweden where they made sex a sport and they said that they were going to have a championship guess what it has been cancelled like people fought it even the government denied them that they are not involved and it has been it has been it has been stopped so we know the day we prayed about it we know what we said we said it will not hold we said it will not hold under our watch it will not happen and indeed it did not happen so brothers and sisters, the things that we're praying about, we're actually receiving answers. So we're bringing the matters up and then we're praying about them. And then we're looking out for answers. And trust me, many of the things that we've prayed about, we've gotten answers. So imagine now that every day we're not praying concerning a matter for the next one month. Those that are praying for children, we're going to see laws reversed like never before. We're going to see um, 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 a few days ago, uh, one of the states in the US, the governor stood up and reversed all the stupid laws that introduced LGBTQ in the schools. That, but he, 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 he was part of the people that signed it. So the prayers are working. It's just like the story of Esther, where the same king that signed the stuff for Haman to say, go ahead and destroy the Jews. It was the same king that went back and signed and said, Jews, you guys should fight, kill anybody. The first day after they finished, they killed people, even in the palace area. They killed over 500 people. He called Esther. He said, are you happy? Your people killed people today. They killed their enemies. In fact, in this area alone, in this Shusha area, they killed almost 500 people. What do you want? Do you want more? I will give it to the half of my kingdom. God had taken over the man. If we would pray, if we would pray, God's will will be brought to pass. And we took up that challenge. We're saying we're going to pray. And brothers and sisters, the next one month, we're going to see reversals like never before. And we're going to see laws that have been introduced that alter other laws. We're going to see wicked, so-called wicked people do good unto the church. Cyrus, Darius, they were not Jews. But God used them massively for the children of Israel. And we're going to see these things happen. Unbelievers, we stand with the church. Men of influence. 
men of affluence. Imagine a, an Elion Mock standing up and saying that this thing that you could just did to the church, I will not agree. And because of his influence and his wealth, he, he, he starts a movement against that stuff. The, he, every time that man talks, even the governments of the world, they, are, they, 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 they sit up. And then th those are players that you even know on social media. They are certain players, like some of you may, may not know of Larry Fink. He's the CEO of Black Box. He's, he, these are the guys that the, them Bill Gates answer to. So some of those guys, when they stand for something, he, I, I'm, I'm told he was one of the person that that helped to stop the the growth and the and the and the drama of COVID because they were looking out for him for major sponsorship, and he didn't give them, because I heard he was raised by a Christian mother. So brothers and sisters, if we pray, things will happen. So I appeal to you to create that 15 minutes, find your team, and join that time of prayer. Praise God. All right. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, as we give our offering today for the nations, we thank you. We thank you for all the laws that have been reversed in favor of the church. Thank you for answers to the prayers that we prayed and for the results that were seen at this time. We worship and adore you. We declare that this our offering is sanctified by your spirit and acceptable unto you. And good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. Men give unto our bosom. Today we receive monies from all sides. We have seeds to sow. We have bread to eat. We have money to save. We have gifts to give. Yes, on all sides. Everything that we require to do, we have the abundant supply. Thank you, Lord, for harvest, harvest in abundance in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, 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 amen. Brothers and sisters, we've come to the end of today's devotion. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Kelvin Neris and the prayer team. You guys are the best. God bless you so much. Thank you for the work that you put in there. Oh, I know what you've done. So much work done already. God bless you. Brothers and sisters, let's unmute as we share the benediction. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ.